0: Let me say it again. The 2020 election was the most secure election in American history. Let me begin by asking a very simple question. Do we know the truth about what really happened in the 2020 election? I think millions of Americans know something went wrong, and they have little pieces, and no one's really put it together.
1: Because the mainstream media will not allow those pieces to be put together. You know who did put those pieces together? to completely debunk the statement you heard at the beginning from a from an amalgamation of uh, of leftist talking heads that this was the most secure election in American history Dinesh D'Souza did he put the pieces together and he put them together in a feature film that is called 2000 Mules one we've been telling you about for the last several days now coming up on Monday the 2nd and Wednesday the 4th so essentially bookending the Tuesday primaries in which we're going to see what our elections look like today but on those two days, you can see the movie in theaters. You must search your local listings, and then to buy tickets, you got to go to 2000mules.com. Dinesh D'Souza, uh, author and filmmaker and the host of the Dinesh D'Souza podcast, joins us now to tell us more about 2000 Mules. Good morning, Dinesh. Good to have you on the air in Cleveland. How are you?
0: Hey, thanks so much. Really excited about this movie. And, uh, you know, you're right. You kind of have to go to the website 2000 com because you can't buy the tickets at the theater. They're only available through a ticketing site that you can link to right off of the website. So it's a tricky time we live in because there's so much censorship that we've got to get this movie out by navigating around it.
1: You're exactly right. There, there is censorship and there are attempts to silence these voices. That's a, as a matter of fact, let me start there with my first question for you, Dinesh D'Souza. When I first saw your trailer for 2,000 Mules, um, I thought, Oh my gosh, we have all of this video evidence and all of this time stamped tracking of individual harvesters or mules, if you will, going to different drop boxes all over the cities and so forth, and I'm thinking, why are we just now seeing this video in April of twenty twenty two when maybe in December of twenty twenty it could have done some good? And then I thought, Well, maybe you didn't you you couldn't find it until now. So can you tell me why we are just now finding out about, you know, all of this video evidence?
0: Well, the reason is twofold. The first is that, I mean, remember, this is the official surveillance video of the states themselves. So uh, the authenticity of this video is not open to question. In fact, the government already has it. Um, but uh, they, a lot of these guys came out right after the election declaring the election was perfectly fine. So they, no one went back and looked at that video. And then there were supposedly all these audits and all these kind of reexaminations but nobody looked at the video. Then along came a research organization called True the Vote, and I've partnered with True the Vote for this film, and they uh, made public information requests and they got the video. Now it's four million minutes of video, right? So normally with video you wouldn't know where to look. The Kind of the genius of what True the Vote did is they did some geo-tracking, the tracking of cell phones. And by doing the geo-tracking, you can, you can see these cell phones moving from one up- to another another to another. So it's kind of like if they had your cell phone or mine in the middle of the night, we're going from one drop box to another stuffing ballots. And now you know, let's go look on the video, and sure enough, there's Dinesh D'Souza stuffing ballots in the dropbox. So the video corroborates the geotracking.
1: Um again, I listen to something like that and I'm 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 amazed, but I also have to wonder, how did they track individual cell phones? Now I got a privacy issue here as well.
0: No, you actually don't, because I'll tell you how they do it. So okay. it turns out that inside our cell phones are hundreds, if not thousands, of apps. Mm-hmm. And ironically, just by literally downloading those apps, you are giving those people permission to collect your data. Now, aggregators in this country, and there are about 40 of them, collect this data and sell it. You can buy it on the open market. I mean, you can't buy it at Walmart, but companies buy it all the time. That's why when you walk into a mall, you get a notification, hey, listen, they're having a special at this store. Or, or when you go on vacation, you land in Naples, and they'll tell you the weather in Naples. Well, how do they know you're in Naples? Well, they're tracking your phone. So the bottom line of it is we have essentially given away our rights to privacy. And so what True the Vote did is they basically bought the same data that Apple buys and CBS buys. And, and by the way, that's used by federal law enforcement. This same geo-tracking was used to arrest January 6th protesters. It was used mm-hmm. to find bin Laden. So this is a very accepted mode of establishing certainty about where a cell phone is now obviously I could give my cell phone to my wife but nevertheless the cell phone is at that location and there is no doubt about it
1: that is great information uh, because that gives us reliability we're talking with filmmaker Dinesh D'Souza whose movie 2000 mules is being released in limited release uh, this coming week on Monday and on Wednesday you're gonna have to look in your local listings and find a theater where it's being shown and then buy tickets not at the theater you can't buy them at the theater you have to buy them at 2000mules.com so Dinesh we have all of this confirmed and verified geolocation data of these mules these ballot harvesters and so forth official surveillance camera footage and a minute ago you said the government has this the four million minutes of video the government has this it's all verified my question is who in the government has this and what has been their reaction to it
0: right so when i say the government has this what i mean is uh the states themselves So we have video, when I say we, I mean True the Vote was able to obtain video from Georgia, some video from Arizona, some video from Michigan. Unfortunately, in Wisconsin, even though they said they were going to take video, they didn't install the surveillance video, and neither did they do that in Philadelphia, although there might be some video uh, in Philadelphia also. Bottom line of it is, there should be a lot more than 4 million minutes But four million minutes is obviously a lot of video. So, yes, the authorities, the secretary of state in Georgia is sitting on a great mass of video uh, that he has. And now we've even told him where to look, because once he sees the movie, he'll be able to see the mules. Where through the vote is happy to give him the cell phone IDs of all these mules. So there's a lot of things that can be done right out of the gate. I mean, the first step is to arrest the mules, by the way. For to pay mules to deliver fraudulent ballots to mail and drop boxes, these are felonies. And so you arrest the mules, you're like, hey, who paid you? Who put you up to this? Who organized this operation? That's the next logical step for law enforcement. And the interesting question is, will they do it?
1: Dinesh, for the sake of uh, those who don't quite understand it, in, in the trailer, which I just played a very short part of, you do describe and define what a mule is, but for those who haven't seen the trailer and are hearing us talk about mules, 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 can you make sure they know what we're talking about?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So a mule is a paid political operative that is hired uh, to go to mail-in drop boxes, typically in the middle of the night, wearing gloves, and to, and to dump of fraudulent ballots into multiple drop boxes now these guys are really clever they don't go to one drop box and put in a whole satchel full of ballots because they know that the next morning when the drop box is opened and they're filling out the custody documents it'll be obvious wow there's a massive spike in this drop box something is really fishy here so what they do this is why they go to many drop boxes three votes here five votes there ten votes there this way no eyebrows or no suspicions are raised
1: so, and that makes perfect sense. They're obviously smart. They may be evil, but they're not dumb. Uh, and, and this is, and this of course is what they have to do. How difficult is it though, um, in terms of the video surveillance? To identify, or do you even need to identify who these people are? Because I'm looking, again, at one of the freeze frames from the trailer, Dinesh. And when this was done in November of 2020, of course, uh, this was, uh, and in October of 2020, when early voting and these drop boxes were made available, this, of course, was masking up everybody, which gives criminals a great way to hide their, identi- hide their identities. Do we need to know the identities of the mules in order to recognize the crime that they've committed?
0: So here are the facts of that. We slightly blur the faces of these mules. I mean, I've seen their faces; they're completely recognizable. Many of them on the video. Even For legal with the masks. reasons, we blur them slightly in the movie. But let me say this: True the Vote has the cell phone ID of all these mules. Now, all our cell phones have a distinctive ID. It's a kind of digital signature. And by the way, law enforcement uses these all the time. I mean, if there's a murder in a park, right? It's the middle of the night and there are five cell phones that are detected in that park basically what the fbi does is they go to a court they get permission they go to the cell phone provider they get the names of those people they go talk to them they're all they all become immediate suspects in that murder so what i'm saying is that from the cell phone ids not you or i but law enforcement can discover the names of these mules and go get them
1: got it that's that's good to know we're talking with Dinesh D'Souza filmmaker his uh... new film is two thousand mules blowing the lid off of the uh, fraud that took place in the 2020 pres- presidential election, at least this portion of it. There are, there are a lot of elements of fraud that have been alleged, including computer fraud uh, with some of the computer voting systems. But in this case, we're talking about ballots, actual physical fraudulent ballots being delivered to uh, countless numbers of drop boxes all over key cities in key states that we're going to decide this election. So uh, you mentioned Georgia. You said the states have this information. Uh, you, you mentioned that the Secretary of State in Georgia is going to be able to watch this movie. Do do you expect them to take any action? Have they expressed any interest in this four million minutes and uh, the evidence that you that you present here?
0: Well, the answer is yes, True the Vote actually filed an official complaint in Georgia, and based on the information they provided, the Secretary of State, Brad Raffensperger, has reopened an official investigation, and he has publicly said, I'm doing it because of this new information from True the Vote, he's issued some subpoenas, and they are moving on that. Now, I will say, this is an awkward subject for him, because he, this is the very guy who came out right after the election and publicly proclaimed that the election was secure, he got into that telephone spat with Trump about it. He was lionized by the media. Oh, man, here's a Republican fighting for election integrity. So for Raffensperger to now stand up and admit, hey, I was the sheriff, and all these guys were basically robbing the bank like right under my nose, and I had no idea about it, and now I'm finding out it's not easy for him to admit this. So it's really a test of his character to see if this guy is going to go with the evidence and take the action necessary, or if he will... Because of the awkwardness of having to admit that he, you know, blew this big time, if he will sort of try to cover this up and and kind of smush it down so that it doesn't really see the light of day. The investigation essentially becomes an interminable investigation that doesn't go anywhere.
1: Well, you anticipated my next question because I was going to bring up uh, you know, what we know about him and and uh, the, the the trashing that he received from President Trump because of what he did when he declared that it was a clean and fair election. Uh, my question to you was going to be, can he be trusted? And it sounds like the answer is, we don't know.
0: We don't know. And I think the same would be, you know, Mark Brnovich is the attorney general in Arizona. Now, by the way, these are both Republicans in some of these states, uh, Michigan, for example, uh, and uh, Philadelphia. You've got Democratic attorneys general and and in some cases, Democratic secretary of state. So here's a problem, because ultimately, you know, they're part of the crooked ring that put these that, that essentially put Biden over the top. It's kind of like saying, "What can we take this information to Merrick Garland and ask him to do something about it?" No, that's like going to the Consigliere of Don Corleone and saying, "Hey, listen, we got all this goods on the mafia."
1: <laughs> no, that's a great, that's a great analogy, um, Dinesh. I don't want you to give away the whole movie, obviously, but considering this isn't a work of fiction, this is historical anyway, and this is reality. Can you talk about the 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 difference here? Um, meaning. How many fraudulent ballots would have to have been found uh, and evidenced by video, by cell phone tracking, and all of these boxes in all of these cities in the key crucial battleground states to make a difference and actually say the election was decidedly stolen or taken away by these actions?
0: Yeah, I mean, I'll give you a preview. of This is part of the climactic scenes in the movie where we literally rerun the electoral map. In other words, this is done in a very careful way, and it's actually done in, in two different ways, because what I say is that, look, we're counting mules who have gone to 10 or more drop boxes, right? But that is a ridiculous undercount of the number of mules, because if you went to seven drop boxes and threw in a whole bunch of ballots, you don't get counted. It's only the most egregious or industrious mules that are getting counted in the initial search. And so initially I do the election math by adding up the fraudulent votes Counting only those 2,000 mules, only the sort of most, the tip of the iceberg mules. Uh, and then I say, look, you know, if you, if you go on your porch at night and you put out your flashlight and you count a bunch of ants, those aren't all the ants on the porch. They're only the ants that you can see by turning on your flashlight. But you can actually estimate the total number of ants on the porch by the ones that you can see. So we, we run sort of two separate calculations. One is the kind of super conservative calculation, and the other is a kind of more broad calculation, um, the second one being more of an estimate, but perhaps a more accurate estimate, and we tell you the result in the movie.
1: Dinesh, I think that's another great analogy, by the way, the ant analogy. Um, I'm sure people are sitting here thinking, well, how did this all get done? Did a whole bunch of people individually say to themselves, I'm going to go and cheat and drop uh, a bunch of fraudulent ballots in a bunch of different places? Where's Where's the, the mafia done here? To go back to one of your other analogies, who organized this? Were there, were there ads on Facebook that saying, help us defraud uh, the elections in battleground states, become a mule? Where do these people come from and who, who organizes and pays them?
0: Let me uh, that move. That question is answered in the movie, but let me answer it briefly here. Okay. Um, I want to distinguish a kind of conspiracy theory from a coordination theory. Uh, in a conspiracy theory, you have one guy, Don Corleone. He orders it, all right. He in all eight states, Don Corleone tells all these people what to do. Here's a second theory. Uh, and it's, it's kind of more, how did all the media suppress the Hunter Biden story? They didn't get on a Zoom call. They didn't conspire. They don't, they don't all say, let's not publish anything about it. But they're all operating out of the same self-interest. They're all ideologically on the same side. They all know it's very damaging to their guy, Biden, as this comes out. And so they all act in concert, even though they're not openly conspiring. So that's what's going on here. Democratic lawyers like Mark Elias file lawsuits and basically say things like, don't clean up the voter rolls, don't have rigorous signature matching. Then you have money guys like Mark Zuckerberg who jump in and say, listen, I got a whole bunch of money to give you, uh, in this county or in this district or in this state, but you're not going to get it unless you install a whole bunch of mail-in drop boxes and typically in heavily Democratic areas. So see, these are all the things that are essential to enable the heist. I'm not saying they're doing it, but I'm saying without them, it would not have happened. So what's happening here is all these left-wing organizations and left-wing money are putting all the pieces in place, and then you have left-wing activist organizations collecting these fraudulent votes and hiring the mules. So the mules are only the tail end of an operation, but yeah, this is an organized, coordinated effort. There is no way for it spontaneously to have sprung up in all the key states at the critical time.
1: Dinesh D'Souza is my guest. Last question for you, Dinesh, about 2,000 mules. we got the... Um primary in ohio coming up on tuesday it's primary season all around the country obviously and then we've got uh the extraordinarily important midterms in november um do you believe that enough is being done to try to stop this from being repeated in georgia and and in other states we have seen probably a dozen and a half maybe a few more states that have strengthened their election integrity laws including limiting drop boxes only to uh 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 Um, election uh, headquarters into uh, uh, county uh, boards of elections, and they would always be under video surveillance, so they're not going to have dozens of drop boxes to be able to do this with. Has enough been done, do you think, to secure the elections and the primary results that we get uh, uh, next month and then uh, in the general in November?
0: Well, let me just say that I think that there have been some very good things that are done, uh, strengthening voter ID laws, strengthening signature matching, uh, so in some cases, outlawing private money from being used as leverage to infiltrate these election offices. You mentioned the limiting of drop boxes to places where they can be properly surveilled. I think all of that is good. The broader point, though, I think, is that citizens, and particularly Republicans, what happens is Republicans focus on the campaign, uh, running the campaign, uh, getting the message out, and Democrats focus on controlling the levers of the actual election. Uh, And so you need a little shift of psychology where the process of the election, who's watching, who's supervising, who's observing, who's actually opening the envelopes and counting the votes, all that's really important, and the left has realized, let's get our people in there. And the, the Republicans basically go, well, I walked into the booth, I pulled the curtain, I cast my vote, everything is fine. No, everything is not fine. It's no longer fine. And so it's more—it's important for us to be more vigilant, not just about the campaign, but also about the process of the election itself.
1: The movie is 2,000 Mules. It, again, uh, premieres in very limited release on Monday and Wednesday of this coming week, so May 2nd and 4th. There are... Uh, local listings to see which theaters are showing this movie and then you must buy the tickets at the website not at the theater. You cannot buy them at the theater for security and and other purposes. You have to go to 2000mules.com to uh, get tickets for this movie and learn more about how the election was uh, compromised, how fraud did run wild in some of the most important states uh, battleground states in deciding the future of this country in the 2020 presidential election. Dinesh D'Souza thank you for working with Salem Media on this uh, and getting this thing put together and shining a light on the corruption so that we can hope to fix this going forward we really appreciate that
0: hey it's my you know my pleasure and you know may i also say that don't get discouraged if there's a theater that's near you that's either full up or if you can't find one right near you this is a limited theatrical sign up for the virtual feed premiere on saturday may 7th you just log on you'll get an access code Boom, you watch the movie. There's also going to be a live Q&A to follow. So there's a home viewing option. And, of course, you can also pre-order the DVDs.
1: Terrific information. Dinesh D'Souza. Thank you, Dinesh. My pleasure. All right, there you go. All of that information is at 2000mules.com. For the uh, buying the tickets in the theater, for the virtual premiere on Saturday the 7th, as he is talking about, and, of course, to order the DVD so you can watch it as many times and show it to as many people as you want. The election was stolen. There's... There's very, very little to, to no doubt about that whatsoever. But a lot of people said, where's the evidence? The answer is, here's the evidence. Watch this movie.